time for the business news with Ananzaki. Kia ora Ananen people need to prepare for long wait times if they're flying anywhere this summer. That's not what I want to hear. That's definitely not what we want to hear, Mani. Kia ora to you. Yes, uh, airports are warning of delays as they battle staffing shortages ahead of the first peak holiday period since the lifting of pandemic restrictions. It comes as Auckland Airport recently said there are still about 1,600 vacancies across the airport precinct, despite more than 500 jobs being filled at its mid-year job fair. Available jobs include cabin crew, airline check-in, baggage handling, security staff and emergency services. Airports Association Chief Executive Billy Moore says travellers will have to be patient over the holidays. Aviation is a system. Challenges in one area will have flow-on effects to others. And there are staffing challenges at our major airports, but also with the border and security agencies that support us to get through airports safely. And so the same experiences are being managed by agencies like Aviation Security and MPI Biosecurity, um, where they're having similar issues in rebuilding staff, getting their rostering right, and managing um, COVID impacts as well. So that's taking a heavy toll on our major airports as well. That's Airports Association Chief Executive Billy Moore. An inland revenue suggestion to cut the company tax rate would knock a $3 billion hole in government finances, needing other taxes to rise, according to a tax specialist. An IRD discussion document has raised the idea of lowering the 28% company tax rate to boost the economy. Tax partner Matt Bonner at Baker Tilly Staples Rodway says reducing tax may encourage, but would have to be offset by raises elsewhere. He accepts raising personal taxes to make up the shortfall would be unpopular, but there could be other ways to increase the take. For foreign companies, basically that corporate tax rate is a, is a final tax. They pay their corporate tax rate and when they pay a dividend out to the foreign shareholders, generally there's no more tax to pay. One potential option could be, well, let's reduce the company tax rate by a little bit, but when the dividends are paid out to the foreign shareholders, perhaps withholding tax could be introduced at that point. Matt Bonner says the OECD average is 23%, which would cost around $3 billion a year. A 25% company tax rate would be a $2 billion hit to the government's coffers. Well, the last of the big economic numbers will be released Thursday, gross domestic product for the three months ended September, with a consensus it will be a gain of 1% and an annual growth rate of 5.5%. For many analysts, that may be as good as it gets, with a slow but pronounced slide towards recession by the middle of next year being forecast, largely caused by the Reserve Bank's aggressive interest rate rises to kill inflation. Kiwi Bank Chief Economist Jared Kerr isn't sure recession can be avoided, but he's certain that the RBNZ doesn't need to push its cash rate as high as signalled to 5.5%. We think that they should tighten a little bit more uh, in February, but by February we would have seen, I think, a lot of data showing the significant slowdown and loss of momentum in the economy. And I think they should look to pause um, you know, with a cash rate at or below 5%. Um, I point to the RBA who are uh, looking to pause now and, and their cash rate is only just over 3%. Uh, 
uh, and their inflation rate is yet to peak at at, uh, at 8%. So they're facing very similar forces, yet they are much more cautious on their interest rate hikes. So I, I do think the Reserve Bank um, is at risk of, of doing too much, uh, and I would hope that uh, in the in the first half of next year we do see a central bank easing easing off the the pressure uh, and looking to pause at a lower lower level cash rate than what they're signalling. That's Kiwi Bank chief economist Jared Kerr. A China expert believes the country's loosening of COVID restrictions will be a game changer for its economy next year. The country's economy has been weak as it pursued a strict zero-COVID policy since the pandemic began, with global supply chains feeling the pressure. China is New Zealand's biggest trading partner, with trade between the two countries worth more than $10 billion in the September quarter. China expert and author Anne Lee says the world has to hope there aren't any big surprises. I would say that uh, with this loosening of policies, we should start to see um, momentum pick up in the spring. Certainly the winter can still be challenging, given that there might be a lot of illnesses that will force reintroduction of lockdowns. We don't know. Mm. But um, given that there's so much suppressed demand that you know people want to socialize, to travel, to do all these things, that it might be quite explosive um, mm. come the spring. That's China expert and author Anne Lee. Well, time for an update from the financial markets, and we're joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Uh, good afternoon to you, Belinda. Good afternoon, Anan. Well, how are the markets uh, looking to start the week? We heard earlier, you know, the big event, of course, on Thursday with GDP. Yes, that's right. Well, our market's down after a pretty poor week for uh, equity markets last week. The S&P uh, NZX50 is down 54 pe- uh, points at 11,533. So there's still quite a bit of other data to come out this week. We've got the Fed meeting and also the European Central Bank and Bank of England meeting uh, this week. So um, plenty of data for everyone to have a look at. But just our leaders, they're pretty mixed in our market today. We've got Auckland Airport down 6 at $8. Uh, we've got A2 Milk up 1 at 701 Contact Energy, they're down 3 at 7.67. EVOS is down 37 cents at 41.58. Fitch Building, just up 1 at 5.03. We've got Fisher & Paykel down 28 cents at 22.30. Uh, Fonterra's up 5 cents at 3.25. We've got Meridian down 4 at $5. Main Freight's down 42 cents at 68.55. Port of Tauranga up 5 cents at 6.25. Uh, we've got Ryman Healthcare down seven at six thirty-three, and Sparks up one at five twenty-eight. Okay, how is it looking over in Australia? Again, they're down uh, forty-six points, so it's about the same point six of a percent. The S and P ASX two hundred at seven thousand one hundred and sixty-six. Many of their leading stocks just tracking a little bit lower today. We've got ANZ down thirteen at twenty-three fifty-one. BHP's down sixty-two cents at forty-six eighty-six. Uh, we've got Coles down eight cents at sixteen seventy-five. CSL's down three dollars thirty-six at two ninety-five ten. Rio Tinto's down a dollar at uh, one hundred and sixteen dollars. Telstra's up one at four oh one. Woolworths down twenty-seven at thirty-four eighteen. And Zero's down forty-seven cents at sixty-nine fifty-four. Okay, so go to the, go to the New Zealand dollar and interest rates, oil and gold, please. 
Right, so we're fairly steady against uh, most of our trading partners in terms of the currency, 0.6401 versus the US dollar, 0.9421 versus the Australian dollar, yuan's at 4.459, the euro 0.6080, the pound 0.5228 and the yen's at 87.53 and 90 day bank bills just up slightly at 4.54%, that five year swap rate also up uh, a little at 4.44%. Brent spot oil is 79.25 a barrel and gold's just down 50 cents at $1,796.14 an ounce. Thank you very much. Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. And an update uh, of business news and numbers for you in Checkpoint around half past five. Over to you, Marnie.